It's major time for the 149th Open Championship. Let's do this. What's up, friend? Welcome to DFS Tavern. It's your boy, Anzo. And today, we are talking about the 149th Open Championship from Royal St. George's for the golf players pros this year which includes the euro players the pga players best in the world here to face off in sandwich england we're gonna be going over some draft kings plays this week five that i like plus a little bonus in there as well if you like what i do here please give a thumbs up like subscribe hit the bell notification so you don't miss a single thing that we put up that includes not only pga and golf videos but of course nascar and ufc as well and we've been just crushing it lately on both those sports now before we get to the information free that we put out there for you, including our stat models and Discord chat. Let me tell you the rundown for this week on Major Week. We're going to be having the Yahoo Value Plays on Tuesday and special this week, getting the boys back for a live show at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Second guest your DFS with David and Greg. We'll be talking our picks and plays and our thoughts 4 p.m. right on YouTube live to answer your questions and go over our picks this week though i want to know who your favorite seven thousand dollar play is this week because there's a ton of people out there i like one down below i like one up top i'll mention them both when we get into that range now let's get to the information the website where all the links are down below so we can get that to you here we are on the home page you're going to want to open that up go to the left side click on the PGA tab on the drop down menu. See the Open Championship is up there. If you missed out on our DraftKings contest, that's okay. You can click on this link. You'll get notified first next week when we put up another tournament. That will always get you the first heads up to join us. It's always a fun time and winners are just crushing it over there. In fact, we had another second time winner in the Tavern this year. We've had three of those thus far. Great job by everyone who cashed. Here's a stat model down below for the Open Championship, which I have mine on top, and we have David's down below as well. If you want to sort of use each one, compare, contrast, that's up to you. But what you want to do is click on this gray box. That opens up the stat model like this for you to use easier on your tablet, your phone, your computer, whatever it is. Just open it up. makes it a lot easier to look at and decipher the information. Now, of course, we have recent form. We have tournament history and the key stats in there for you as well. This is actually priced from DraftKings highest price on down. Of course, John Rahm is the highest price on down. But let's jump to the weather before we talk about the players. The weather, although it rained on Monday form as they were warming up and going through some of the first practice rounds there, it's looking pretty clear the rest of the week. Of course, it could rain at any time, just like it does over there at any moment's notice, but it just doesn't look like it's probably going to happen this week, which is good. So nice clear weather for us with a little overcast. Winds from about 10 to 16, 17 miles per hour throughout the week. So could be windy, and Royal St. George's does need wind to defend against some low scores how low are they going to go this week not really sure i'm looking at maybe like 11 12 under somewhere in that range as like the lowest score we'll see how it plays the rough is kind of crazy though you saw how thick it was in some of those practice and uh, around the green gonna really need some 
uh, key stats because I just don't think people are going to land it on the greens as much as you think. And the fairways really are convex, convex out. So the balls really bounce anywhere. Even when you land it right in the middle, it could bounce off the side. It's just that's the type of links course this is. Uh, should be difficult for some of the UFSA players. Could be a little bit easier for the Euro players because they're used to it. Of course, a lot of players just play the Scottish Open and the Irish Open. And I have those stats up for you on the stat model. Now let's go to the course real quickly. Royal St. George's here. Par 70, uh, just under 7,200 yards. No holes really stick out here as a outlier for anything else. The two par fives, 547 and 566. The par threes, two are in under 200 yards and two are well over 230 yards. So the par three is a little bit tricky on the distance meter there. And most of the par fours between 420 and 480 yards, so to speak. So they are in quite a similar range. If you're looking at certain scoring ranks, you might want to look at par 70s about 7,200 yards to get the look. But of course, you can go here and look at the distances and dive into that if you want to figure out sort of approach lengths on each hole. Back to the front page here. We're going to start going over the players. And of course, when we do this, we always talk about our number one player. And that happens to be John Rahm at 11,346 on Yahoo. So he's highest priced on both sites, and rightfully so. His recent form, he's ranking out first in this field with stats. Stroke differential field average, he's first. Ball striking, he's first. So overall, he's first. Stroke skating to green, he's second. Bigger, better percentage, he's fourth. He's just hitting everything. Now, his record, his history here in the tournament history isn't the best. He was 11th two years ago, which is the last event we had uh, for the Open Championship. But before that, missed cut 44th and 59th. Coming off a 7th at the Scottish Open, a 1st at the U.S. Open, and then a de facto 1st at the Memorial and an 8th at the PGA Championship. So the two majors, 8th and 1st, the Memorial, which is another tough tournament, pretty much 1st. And Scottish Open, 7th and prep for this. So he really does rank out to be the best. But there was five golfers here in the 10K range. I can see a lot of people going to Xander to save some cap space. Maybe even going to a Brooks, the big game hunter, could be a play at 10-7. Just lots of ways to play this out on top. They usually end up being pretty similar owned. Someone goes up in a near 20 range. Someone goes down to like under 10. But this week might be a little bit closer than others the way the pricing works out. 9K range, we have seven golfers there ranging from Bryson, who we don't see in the 9K range very often, all the way down to Terrell Hatton. I'm going to go with Justin Thomas, though, because he's ranking third around the green over the last 30 days here. So I like that a lot. Of course, when we see what he's been doing, uh, eighth at the Scottish Open and 19th at the U.S. Open. He just seems to be coming into the right form. Obviously, he takes a lot of weeks off. When he plays too much in a row, maybe it's not the best form. Like, we look at the PGA Championship, Charles Schwab and Memorial, none of those great form with one missed cut the PGA Championship. I feel like he does need the rest, will be optimal for him. And uh, getting a decent finish last week at the Scottish Open only does him well, maybe bumps up the ownership form, again, 9,600 on DK, 45 on Yahoo. So he's the second highest priced on Yahoo this week. Uh, is telling you something. His odds 21. Should tell you another thing. Better than Bryson there. Eighth in my model. Everything points towards Justin Thomas. AK range, we have 10 players while Hideki is out. And this goes from Patrick Cantley down to Tommy Fleetwood. Although I do like Fleetwood here at a Euro track, 
Uh, I don't think I'm going to go with, but at that price, he's pretty hard to ignore at eight flat. I'm going with Paul Casey at 8,600, seventh in my model. And basically, it's due to the fact that we know he's a decent player. Doesn't play the best at the tournament. And that's the one problem I kind of see happening. And his last time we saw him was at the Travelers. Uh, and then he had some weeks off. But seventh at the U.S. Open and fourth at the PGA Championship. He's turning into a big game hunter himself. Just slowly going about and plotting about his shots and just making it happen for him. So when we look at at the stats that he has, 7th in mixologist cocktail mix is excellent, 8th in tee to green I love quite a bit, and 11th in ball striking. All those kind of leading to that 7th ranking in my model uh, with recent form coming in and okay tournament history, but not the best out of those that actually have it here. Paul Casey is going to be tough to stomach if he misses the cut, though, because I'm sure a lot of people will go there. Again, I think a lot of people might go to Tommy Fleetwood as well. 7K range, I liked one guy up top and one guy down below. The guy up top, Matty Fitzpatrick, 31st in my model. Although he's not the main guy I'm going with, he was 20th two years ago. Again, this is the last time at the Open Championship. Coming out the second at the Scottish Open, which he went into a playoff, and some people thinking that he did a little too much there and won't come back and bounce back and do well this week. Uh, same thing happened to Palmetto, where he was T10 and then 55th at the U.S. Open. So he kind of like spurts one time here or there, but he never has like great finishes in a row, other than this point where he was the Genesis, he's fifth, workday, he was 11th, 10th at the Arnold Palmer, and 9th at player. So that's what I'm kind of focusing on. He does keep it hot right now uh, at this moment. I think a lot of people will be off him because he did so well last week at the Scottish Open. Uh, but yeah, 7,900, I think he's a pretty safe play. But my favorite play in the safe game range is actually down at 7,100. And that is Guido Migliozzi. I was on him big time when he came onto the tour for the U.S. Open. I took him a nice fourth place there. Did very well at the U.S. Open myself in fantasy lineups. Uh, then a 13th at the Travelers and 35th last week at the Scottish Open. Before he got that fourth place finish, uh, Guido was a two T2s in a row on the Euro Tour, so he's coming in with hot form. He's still riding that form, and at 7,100, doesn't need to do a whole lot for you. Make the cut, and let's move there. Top 40, we're looking great. Top 30 would be amazing. So that's what we're kind of looking at for Guido Migliozzi this week. He is actually 13th in the field, T to green, over the last 30 days, so I do like that quite a bit. Uh, it's pretty high up for a 7,100 golfer. And in the 6K range, another two golfers. So I'm going over quite a bit more than I usually do this week. And that would be Richard Bland would be the first one at 6,800. 81st in my model because he uh, doesn't have enough stats to play for the PGA Tour stats. 21 on Yahoo. Some great form coming in. I uh, was 22nd here in 2017. I'm not here, but at the U.S. Open. 15th and fourth at the Scottish and Irish Opens, collectively 50th at the U.S. Open. So he made the cut at the U.S. Open, which is great. So where's Richard Bland coming from? He's just been playing pretty well recently, did well over on the Euro side there with the fourth and 15th. I like that quite a bit for a 6,800 guy who probably going to get overlooked because he doesn't have those stats at all. The other one is all the way down at 6,100 and probably my, one of my most favorite plays in the field. And I say that, and I'm not joking, at 351 odds uh, in a zone where all these players are 1,000 to 1, 700 to 1, 800 to 1, uh, he should be about 6,600 in price. Johannes 
Veerman, uh, ranking 94th at 6,100 in min price on Yahoo. Coming off an 8th at the Scottish Open and a 3rd at the Irish Open. Now, he did miss the cut the U.S. Open by two strokes, but I think he's feeling good. The problem is, before those two great finishes and counting that U.S. Open finish, he was going through some rough times in his game. So, he they both... Both these players, Bland and Veerman, have similar types where they don't like really excel in anything. They're very uh, prototypical quality golfers and not going to wow you in one stat over the other. But when you come to a major and you're gaining like almost a stroke to the field pretty much and just doing it by all forms, not really excelling at putting or around the green, but doing fairly average amongst uh, all stats, uh, that might be good enough to do this week, with, especially with a bunch of players that aren't even come close to making the cut whatsoever. I wish that he did have some tournament history, but of course, uh, it's Johannes Veerman, and I think he's uh, a perfectionist, and he's just going to go around, and, and if he shoots even a little bit better than that, we're looking at a pretty decent finish for him. So remember, we have two shows coming in one on tuesday for yahoo and then the live show which we'll tweet out and get there with david and greg second guess your dfs live 4 p.m youtube would love to see you over there to answer your questions and go over the plays because i know it'll be a great time to have those guys back to hear their thoughts on the tournament best of luck this week for the 149th open championship it's time to get that money let's do this <laughs>